Welcome to the Cultivate Podcast, where we explore what it means to be a follower of Jesus. This week's podcast is on the fifth sign in the book of John. It's the miracle of Jesus walking on water, and is told in John chapter 6, verses 16 to 21. And this is how it reads in the New Living Translation. That evening, Jesus' disciples went down to the shore to wait for him. But as darkness fell and Jesus still hadn't come back, they got into the boat and headed across the lake towards Capernaum. Soon a gale swept down upon them, and the sea grew very rough. They had rowed three or four miles, when suddenly they saw Jesus walking on the water toward the boat. They were terrified. But he called out to them, Don't be afraid, I am here. Then they were eager to let him in the boat, and immediately they arrived at their destination. This week's podcast is about Jesus walking on water, but it really is about trust. Trust is not always easy. Trust often involves us doing different difficult things at difficult times, and this was certainly no different. The disciples were told to take a boat across the lake to a place that Jesus told them was cursed. The story is told in Matthew chapter 14, but in chapter 11, the disciples are told how Jesus is cursing three places, and one of them was this very town, and that on the day of judgment he suggests that it will be worse for them than it is for Sodom. It was a place that they probably didn't really want to go to. And certainly it was a trip across the lake they didn't want to make. It says, soon after they left, a gale came up. This was a place where some of the men, some of those disciples, were fishermen and plied their trade on this body of water. They knew it to be in a basin and strong winds would come up and they could be dangerous. They probably waited until the last possible moment for Jesus to turn up so they could rationalise that they didn't have to go. This was not a trip they wanted to take, but they went in obedience. We don't see it in John, and John doesn't give all the detail, and possibly that's because his gospel came much later, and he felt he didn't need to add what is in Matthew and Mark. But when you read Mark, it says, Jesus insisted. And in Matthew, it says, Jesus made them. This isn't an indication that they simply thought, oh, this is a great idea. Clearly they didn't. And what we see is that it was a real difficult situation. The first element of trust is obedience. God doesn't always call us to pleasure cruises. He sometimes calls us to difficult tasks. He can call us to situations that are complex, situations that are going to demand the most of us. Following Jesus isn't always easy. And trusting him can be difficult. Because what we know is that Jesus does turn up, just as he does in this miracle. But he tends to turn up at the last moment, not at the earliest moment. Jesus will make sure that we are safe. 
but he is more interested in our character than he is our convenience. And he requires our obedience. The second thing that we see really clearly in this is that we need to be persistent. Galatians 6 9 talks about do not give up when you are weary, for in due time you will reap a harvest. They rode for a few miles, and yet in other accounts it says that Jesus turned up just before dawn. I don't know how long they were rowing for, but certainly in the dead of night, they were struggling against the storm. Isn't it interesting how they struggled in the dark night to make any progress? And yet it tells us that when Jesus turned up and they let him in the boat, they were there immediately. God requires of us perseverance. But when, he allow, when, he, when we have finished the task he set us, he gives us rest. We need to continue to be persistent in difficulty. The third element of trust is focus. It's really easy to focus on what we think might happen that we don't want to happen. And when we focus on what we don't want to happen... We get caught up in fear. Faith is focusing on what we will believe that will happen. I've got a great deal of sympathy for the disciples. You're in a boat in the dark, fighting the swells and the winds. And I had an experience of that. Soon after I was married, I crewed on a boat in a yacht race around Kawa Island in New Zealand. 31 boats went out, but only 29, of the 31 boats that went out, 29 of them had to harbour in the lee of the island. Only two made it back to the mainland. And I was on one of the two boats that made it back to the mainland. And coming down that channel was terrifying. We were caught up in a gale. We had to tack every 10 metres, it seemed like. I was forever shifting sides of the boats, but winching, racing clockwise as fast as I could as the pit that I was sitting in filled up with water. I would watch as we were tipped towards the water and the water would come over the side of the boat and would begin to fill up where I was sitting. And I can remember what it was like to winch and starting to feel the hand winch lose traction as the water began to rise. When you're in a boat, in a gale, you can't simply stop and get off. It's not like a radio you can just turn off. It's not something you can walk away from. It's like being in a roller coaster. Whether you like it or you don't, you're stuck until the ride ends. And it can be terrifying. I can only imagine what it was like for the disciples. They knew those conditions. They were aware of the dangers. And here they were in them. Their greatest fear had come to realisation they were caught in a gale on this dangerous body of water. But into that situation steps Jesus and says, Don't fear, it is I. When he said, it is I, it is the same phrasing as in the Septuagint from Exodus, where God says, 
I am that I am. Jesus was declaring himself as God. He was telling them not to fear because they were now in the presence of God. If you have a situation in which you've lost focus, you need to invite Jesus into it. As soon as he was invited into the boat, the boat arrived safely. There are going to be difficult times when we follow Jesus. There are going to be times when we have to trust, where we need to be obedient, we need to persevere, and we need to focus. What I do know is that when you follow Jesus, there will be difficult times. But he doesn't leave us helpless. He doesn't leave us exposed. He watches from a distance. He walks through the storm and across the water to ensure our safety. And at the right time, he turns up. It's not often when we want him to turn up. I remember Corrie Boone telling the story of how God gave her the grace in the concentration camps. And how she said that as a young girl, she had caught a train with her father. And it wasn't until she was on the train and it was about to be collected that her father gave her the ticket. He gave her the ticket, not when she wanted it, but when she needed it. And God's provision for us, God's deliverance, his safety, his redemption in storms, comes when he wants it to come, not when we do. Because God is more interested in your character than he is your convenience. And your character is built as you learn to trust in him, not in your convenience. I encourage you, whatever difficulty you are facing, whatever situation you have that is difficult, invite God into the boat. But be obedient to what he's called you to do. Be persistent in what he has called you to do and how he's called you to behave. And keep your focus on the God that loves us and gave his life for us and continues to intercede for us. For he is the God that will step into the boat. He is the God that will calm the storm that tells us to fear not and sees us safely to the other side. God bless you joining the Cultivate podcast. If we can help you with anything or you'd like some notes, please email us at crosscultivation at gmail.com. God bless.